0: hello and welcome back to another episode of let's get weirding i'm beau north and i'm megan sunday on this show we are reading frank herbert's dune series chapter by chapter and today we are back to talk about chapters 55 and 56 of children of dune just as soon as we sell the Fremen off for their water oh fighting that's words, a bad Fight words. yeah <laughs> it's not a good look <laughs> What if you just decide to
1: pick a fight with someone by using every single major insult of their culture?
0: Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, it, it's, it's real Ugh. cringy. We got some real kids say, bro
1: on bro fighting this chapter. Mm-hmm. A couple of guys being dudes.
0: <laughs> this is the thing is that when it's just guys being dudes, someone always gets hurt. Yeah. Especially in <laughs> just, Dune. Yeah, especially in Dune. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, ladies being, being gals is any better in the dune universe, but... johnny <laughs> would stab you. Yeah, she sure as hell would. Ollie would stab you. Oh my god. Just for kicks. Yeah, just for the fun of it. And that's why we like her the most. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> little salty this week.
1: Yeah, this week there's a lot of the men, the men of Dune are not turning out too well. These mm-hmm. chapters, uh, they are just misbehaving, acting mm-hmm. up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not respecting each other or their boundaries, histories together, friendships, cultures. Yeah. Stilgar is I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's wearing robes. That part sounds really comfy. It it really does. I mean, I'm wearing a robe right now. And you know what? Life is pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not wearing a robe, but I'm wearing a very big t-shirt. So that's kind of like a robe. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a poor man's robe. Hey, Megan. Mm Mm-hmm. Have we heard of this hot new song called Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush? (laughs) You know, I think I have. (laughs) I heard a whisper of it look i am not i am not dunking on the young people that did not know that song before i'm glad they know it now no absolutely absolutely however you find your way to
1: kate bush it's the right way
0: yeah and this is just we're just gonna transition into a kate bush and tori amos podcast like so slowly oh, you won't amazing. even you won't even notice <laughs> we're just planting the seeds now
1: oh so good I that is definitely I will say that I can't wait for everyone who's like wow that song's really great to like listen to the rest of that album because <laughs> Hounds of Love is an a, an amazing first part of that album and then the other side of that album is um kind of like a story album about a woman mm-hmm. who is drowning
0: yeah it's more
1: concept (laughs) (laughs) uh so you know you kind of go from point a to point b Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: the ninth wave is about a woman lost at sea yeah
0: um
1: but it's all amazing go through just everything watch the babushka video as many times Mm -hmm. as you feel necessary yep um, and i'm here to say
0: yeah. listen to tori amos sophomore album under the pink it will change your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as it did mine i mean i'll say then, little earthquakes
1: saved changed my life
0: oh my god little earthquakes is so good but some for some reason like under the pink is the one i always go back to that's fair there's some really excellent songs on that album
1: yeah i mean i'm and I'm very fond of uh, Venus and Back, which I think is kind of mm-hmm. under,
0: underappreciated. That actually is a super personal album for her, and it's yes, really like yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's excellent, and everyone should listen to it. Listen just to ladies listen writing yeah. just mm-hmm. beautiful songs. Just if you think that they might have been touring with Lilith Fair at one point, you probably will like them. <laughs>
1: If you feel like maybe when you listen to their music, you want there to be some sort of, like, either, like, a cat looking at you wisely, or, Mm -hmm. like, a crystal just appeared.
0: Yeah. I Um, suppose we should add PJ Harvey to that, too. PJ Harvey had the good sense to fuck Nick Cave, so. Maybe come on. (laughs) She did. She did indeed. Um,
1: But... Yeah, listen, listen to ladies who make music. Yeah, get out there, do it, all of them. That's our PSA for this week. That's yeah. (laughs) You know, Kate Bush, Megan Thee Stallion, just the ladies. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Like, just do it. Because Lord knows,
0: this week in Dune, there are no ladies. (laughs) No, it's it's pretty pretty lady free. A few they're mentioned, but that's about it. Yeah,
1: that's. They're mentioned in a very, like, maybe you should ask them this. No, I won't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should consult with nope. Mm-mm.
0: We are getting down into the nitty gritty now. There are not very many chapters of this book left.
1: No. And they they go from either
0: being incredibly long
1: and incredibly mm-hmm. full of so much plot to, mm-hmm. like, our second chapter this week, basically being someone walking around in the desert going, hmm.
0: yeah." yeah Yeah. and thinking about all of i mean it's an important chapter and and we'll get to why um it kind of leads into what we're going to be in store for in future but since since we're
1: skipping from character perspective to character perspective it is kind of on its own just Mm -hmm. i'm gurney and i'm in the desert
0: yeah hi hello (laughs) So should we, should we get started? Should we talk about this chapter? We should, but oh my god,
1: this epigraph is <laughs> the most language I've ever seen condensed Mm-mm. into a paragraph. Okay. <laughs> I have a BA in English. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. This is okay, from- You can do it. The Story of Lietkinds by Hark Elada. Fremen were the first humans to develop a conscious, unconscious symbology through which to experience the movements and relationships of their planetary system. They were the first people anywhere to express climate in terms of a semi-mathematic language, whose written symbols embody and internalize the external relationships. The language itself was part of the system it described. Its written form carried the shape of what is described. The intimate local knowledge of what was available to support life was implicit in this development. One can measure the extent of this language-system interaction by the fact that Fremen accepted themselves as foraging and
0: browsing animals. See, it seems a bit like this epigraph would have gone better on the next chapter than yeah, this maybe. one. Yeah,
1: Yeah. But this one is very much about how the Fremen be...
0: Mhm. <laughs> the Fremen culture.
1: So Stilgar and Duncan are hanging out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In Stilgar's his Stilgar's place.
0: Mhm.
1: Which he will keep reiterating several times this chapter is neutral territory.
0: Yeah. Just so you guys get it in your heads. He it's wants neutral territory.
1: It to be neutral territory. He will not hear anything bad about Alia. Mm -hmm. You'll not hear anything bad about Jessica. It's neutral territory.
0: (laughs) Like neutral doesn't mean immune from criticism, does it? Also, as Duncan points
1: out, we are beyond neutral territory at this point. Mm -hmm. Like pick a side. Yeah. Uh, Stilgar does open this chapter by calling for coffee, which I appreciate. It sounds delicious.
0: Uh, Yeah. Give me some of that spiced coffee.
1: Hara made it. Apparently she makes the best coffee. Just the way Stilgar likes it. And I think that makes sense, because Hara is great. Uh, so they've been talking all night. And... Yeah. You know... I I do I do appreciate... Because Duncan is just like, oh, I'm really sorry that I kept you up all night. And Stilgar says, mm-hmm. to stay awake all night adds a day to your life. Which I kind of like. I like that. I'd like to think more that way. That's how I will choose (laughs) to see my insomnia from now on. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm just adding days, days to my life where I'm
0: watching Cold Case in bed. (laughs) Right. Because I can't sleep. (laughs) Yep. Just just playing Destiny 2 till 3 a.m. Just (laughs) adding a day onto my life as you do.
1: I play one of those phone games where you mm. try to fill, it's like you fill up these like flasks of water of different colors, like they, mm. they're all mixed match, it's like a puzzle. Yeah. And I will do that and listen to a podcast and then realize an hour has gone by. I'll be like, oh, uh-oh. Whoops. They <laughs> <laughs> just must fill a
0: little water, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those little, those little puzzle games will get you and keep you up all night. They will. Still should have had one. Oh, my God. They would have had such a better night. Uh, they're wearing yellow robes of mourning. Yeah. For Lito.
1: Uh For Lito. Uh Duncan had to borrow his because <laughs> everyone was pissy about his Atreides uniform, which is fair. Yeah.
0: So one thing to know is, like, Gani's there, Erulan's there, and they're safe there. Uh, Duncan is safe there, but he's not allowed to send any messages. He's able to receive them, but he's not allowed to send them. So that's going to be kind of important. Uh, Duncan's big thing is that he has to try
1: to convince Stilgar to take Ghani and run.
0: Yeah, because he knows that Alia is possessed. He knows that, you know, Stilgar needs to, like, get her, you know, do the trial of possession, or whatever like he he he's really working on Stilgar to try to get him to realize that Alia is not Alia anymore. Stilgar meanwhile is just like, you know,
1: you're talking a lot of smack about your wife. Mhm. That's your wife, man. And WaDib's sister and Duncan's like, yeah, I know that, but she's not anymore. She's possessed. Like there is no Alia. Like I don't think you're understanding. And Stilgar's response his solution is basically, well, you say she was cheating on you, so you could get a divorce.
0: <laughs> like I think we're beyond that, Stilgar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the time for that is come and gone. Although realistically it's Alia who should have gotten a divorce. Uh, apparently we do learn that the reason that Fremen
1: have multiple wives is to pinpoint as he says it, pinpoint male sterility. So if a man mm-hmm. is married to five women and none of them ever get pregnant, it's him.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Uh, which Makes I guess. Sense.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: Makes sense. Stands to reason.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I feel like he just brought that up so he could be like, I have multiple wives and none of them are stepping out on me, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> you just had the one and uh, all right. Uh, And he's so snotty about that as well Because he says, you say she deceived you with other men Quote, using her sex as a weapon, end quote Is the way I believed you've expressed it Like, ew, what do you not even believe him? Well, one, yeah, Duncan, that was kind of gross to say It's not entirely inaccurate, but kind of gross to say Uh, But also, Stilgar, it's gross to throw back in his face And also act Mm -hmm. as if he's making it up
0: Yeah, yeah and yeah, he's basically like, why would he really? He's
1: like, Javid's here, so we could always just ask him, or you can challenge him to a duel, but you have to do it outside because this is neutral territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also keeps bringing up how certain things are the way Fremen do it, and he's just like, but you wouldn't understand that because <laughs> you're not Fremen. Like, he doesn't go so far as to say like the other Duncan Idaho would have understood it, but. <laughs> yeah he's kind of just like ollie gets it because ollie is fremen yeah
0: you however it's too bad mm. you were never fremen <laughs> mm. I, i've been sitting on that since our last episode since our last chapter episode leto telling his father like it's too bad you were never fremen. like to me like the more i think about it like the colder that gets oh yeah Considering that Paul has
1: based so much of his entire self-worth around his, like, becoming a Fremen. Mm -hmm. And there's this son going, no, you didn't. Yeah. So, Duncan is just like, well, okay. Even if this was the time or the place for me to fight Javid about him sleeping with my wife, it's not. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's possessed. We should probably focus on that. I know that you have a way to test that Jessica told me And Stilgar's just like Yeah but it's really it's a lot of work And once you do it you can't take it back
0: So mm-hmm. It's
1: like yeah but ostensibly At the end of it you would realize she was possessed So yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not just going to make her mad Yeah uh, And you know, Duncan's like well let me Send a message to Jessica come on She'll back me up Soars like I no, dude. Did I stutter?
1: Like I can't let you do that. You can get mess all the messages you want. Messages twenty four seven, but you can't mm-hmm. send any. Yeah, and you know, it kind of just seems like maybe you're, you know, a cuckolded husband who wants revenge on his <laughs> wife. And Duncan's like, oh my
0: god, it's not mm-hmm. that. So yeah, Duncan has gotten or seen a message from Gurney i think to Stilgar and you know Stilgar's not completely convinced that it's from Gurney he thinks it's you know could be anyone and Duncan's like no 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 we know we atreides know and he's like mm, there's no yeah, jackaroo anymore anymore so. there's no jackaroo to mm-hmm. Stilgar he come also, on get your head out of the sand
1: <laughs> he also when he says look when Duncan's like you just don't You want, you think that I might just be, you know, this wronged husband who's trying to use this against, like, my wife. And Mm -hmm. Stilgar actually pulls the, well, that's what other people have said. I haven't said that. I'm just telling Mm -hmm. you what other people have been saying. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. come on. And he just keeps bringing up, like, (laughs) you know, we don't like mentats. (laughs) (laughs) We're all really uncomfortable
0: with the fact that you're a mentat. Uh, and by the boy, way. he was not kidding about that. They Mm-mm. really do not like Mendez.
1: <laughs> and so, he's like, "All right, fine. Let's we'll drop the Alia topic for right now. Let's talk about Ghani. and Stillgar's like, we don't need to talk about Gani. She's fine. Like no I'm taking care of her." her here. And yeah. Duncan's like, "I don't think you're getting it. We are no <laughs> nothing is safe anymore. There is right. no more neutral territory. Alia can and will do whatever she wants." Mm-hmm. We need to get out of here so that we don't... She doesn't know where any of us are. And then Javid just like strolls in and Duncan's like, you
0: know what? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't have time for this and just stabs him.
0: Yeah, he just super casually stabs the fuck out of Javid right in the chest. Javid flops over dead. He's and- like, that'll
1: silence the gossip. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Duncan, and- Idaho. Duncan has already, like, you know, wiped his Chris knife and sheathed it. And Stilgar is like, dude, what the fuck? Neutral territory. Well, this is when things get oh, boy. spicy.
1: He says, you have <laughs> defiled my honor. This is neutral. And he can't even finish it because Duncan just full on says, shut up.
0: <laughs> I love
1: in sci-fi or fantasy when someone just says, shut up.
0: Yeah. Because He it, tells Stilgar
1: he wears the oh, collar. Oh yeah. Which is Which is there are three deadly insults in the Fremen mm-hmm. culture that if someone uses them against you, this is them's death fight fight to the death words. Oh yeah. One of them is you wear a collar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The second, which Duncan whips out right now, is you've sold Fremen for their water. Yeah. And
0: then uh, the third
1: <laughs> Stilgar's just like, you know what? <laughs> There's also an aide. There's another guy who's in the room who's just kind of like, duh,
0: duh, 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 uh, guys. Can, um, yeah.
1: Idaho's s- like,
0: I don't have time for this. I'm leaving.
1: And he says the last one, which is, you have no immortality, Stilgar. None of your descendants carry your blood.
0: Ooh, hoo,
1: hoo. <laughs> Ooh, mwah. Chef's kiss. He's yeah. brought it all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stilgar says, it, and Where the to think fuck do you think you're going? It gets worse. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to <laughs> too And Stilgar's yeah. just like, Maybe I can fucking help you find too And he pulls his knife out. And Duncan is just full on walking and he says, I gotta read this whole thing. Yeah, do it. Do it. If you'd help me with your wife, your, okay, let me restart because I'm just wrong. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> if you'd help me with your knife, water thief, please do it in my back. That's the fitting way for one who wears the collar of a demon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I think calling a Fremen a water thief is a big no-no.
1: And I just, y'all, they were friends. They were buds. They were besties. Yeah. Spit. Yeah, but tables. still, Gar,
0: Stilgar just he he sees red he is not he he just uh, I think he just completely loses the fact that this is his friend yeah that he's talking to and he just goes into a red rage and calls him a mentat scum and Which Duncan, <laughs> Duncan laughs and slaps him across the head.
1: Twice. Yeah, instead
0: instead of drawing his knife like Stilgar tells him to, he just slaps him, which is, to me, like, an open-handed slap is, like, oh so... Oh, my God. It is the most degrading thing it one is. person can no, do is. to another, I think.
1: Yeah. There is something about it. Even a punch has more, like, oh, okay, now we're fighting. Oof.
0: Yeah. But a, a slap.
1: S- a slap is just... Oh, it's degrading. Oh. Uh, and... So he Stilgar stabs Duncan straight up through his diaphragm into his heart. Mm -hmm. But Duncan is still has enough in him to grin at Stilgar and say two deaths for the Atreides, the second for no better reason than the first. Mm. And then he dies. Yeah. And Stilgar's
0: like, uh, what the fuck just happened?
1: (laughs) He's just like, you know, okay He's taking, like, just, you know Taking the breath of the situation And he's like, alright, so Javid is dead (laughs) Uh, The consort of the womb of heaven Is dead, and I killed him Mm -hmm. Uh, Arguments could be made That I was defending my honor Because he was, you know, gravely insulted And he threatened the neutrality By stabbing Javid However Mm -hmm. It was Duncan Idaho and yeah. even though Alia will, you know, probably... probably.
0: She probably be cool with it. <laughs> she
1: probably be cool with it privately because she understands mm-hmm. that this is the Fremen way. Uh, publicly, she's going to have to respond. And she realizes, mm-hmm. you know, that she's because she's a Fremen. And if she rules Fremen, she has to behave in a Fremen way or they're not going to listen to her. And he realizes that this was Duncan's plan all along. That mm-hmm. he knew that if Stil- he could goad Stilgar into killing him, then they would bring down Alia's wrath and they'd have to leave.
0: Yeah. He 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 was just, the whole point was to force Stilgar's hand. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to do away with this whole, like, he's trying to, like, kick all the pegs out from under Alia in one fell swoop here and just this is like the last support that she had from like her the old days yeah so he sees that hara is looking uh, a
1: bunch of other people have seen are looking at him and he says all right look (laughs) i'm leaving yeah anyone who wants to come with me pack your stuff we're going we're gonna get some worms Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna go out to the desert uh hara's like well i'm coming he's like obviously you're coming (laughs) <laughs> All my wives are coming. Like, get everybody, mm-hmm. the whole gang. Get Gani. Aruln can come if she wants to. Yeah. Uh,
0: and Hora asks if she's taking Gani hostage, or if they're ta- taking Gani hostage.
1: And he's just like, "No." If what Duncan said is true,
0: we're her only hope. Hmm. And then he remembers something that Leto told him which was beware of Alia. You must take Ghani and flee. And
1: like, yeah, guys, have you not noticed that she has not been behaving appropriately for a long time? And I do like that. Duncan is like, look, we know that it's entirely possible that she could get possessed. Like that's the whole reason why children like her aren't supposed to be born. Mm-hmm. and still only sticking point is like you're you're just mad she's cheated on you <laughs> i mean to be fair that is really infuriating granted because she's not just cheating on him she's blatantly cheating on him right and that's yeah understandable but just the fact that he keeps coming back to that like mm, are you are you feeling just a little hurt there buddy <laughs> sounds like you're just you got a little <laughs> a little annoyed with hallia right now but don't worry about it you know she's <laughs> yeah. still your wife like i have like five wives and none of them cheat on me but
0: <laughs> that you know i'm still Gar. yeah
1: right you don't know what's going on <laughs> man all the time you've lost a touch and that is uh, sad it's sad to see it's sad to see yeah. Stilgar in this situation um and now we've lost another another Duncan idaho yeah r.i.p R.I.P. Whichever number the, Duncan this the goal is.
0: The formerly known as hate. Uh,
1: so uh, as noted, probably people have seen on Twitter, Bo recently mm. acquired a copy of the Dune Encyclopedia. I did indeed. And just, just barrels of Duncans. All the Duncans oh. you can ever want. All
0: the Duncans and believe me We will go through them That will be going forward Our our off week episodes We're going to focus on Stuff entries in the Dune Encyclopedia So if you have one You want us to look at first Let us know I just like That they at a certain point (laughs) We
1: just start getting The like Multiverse Duncans Mm -hmm. We get Gay Duncan. Yep. Clumsy Duncan. Duncan. Lady Duncan. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Breeder Duncan. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) Who had a thousand babies.
0: Yeah, there is one entry that's like, this Duncan is known for being very prolific and having many children. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) I guess the Telexo, like, they make that...
1: It all works.
0: ...strong Gola...
1: Stuff. Um clumsy Duncan dies because he tries yes. to uh, <laughs> throw a bomb at Leto 2. And, and he, he just blows himself
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> it blows up in his hand. <laughs> I want a montage. It of is this. a bit
1: multiplicity, isn't it? It does. Uh, you, you start watering down these golas and <laughs> The best, I still think my favorite one is Lady Duncan, where they were like, oh, for sure. what if we make a duck Idaho? That's a lady. Leto too mm-hmm. 2 will be totally into that. He is not. <laughs> Mm-mm. He, in fact, squishes Lady Duncan.
0: Yeah, he is absolutely furious. <laughs> and he uses his big worm body to squish. Mm-hmm. To squish her. Yep. Mm-hmm. I... So really, out of all the Duncans, this is not the worst death.
1: <laughs> no, this one has, you know, some meaning to it. I know that it yeah. was one of his last words. It has some
0: purpose. Saying that
1: he didn't, but both of his deaths so far have had some, have had more purpose than getting squished <laughs> by a worm man. For having breasts. <laughs> for having breasts. Uh, and bringing them in front of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I really feel like maybe if Lady Duncan had just stayed behind the scenes, Leto would not have cared. But the fact that she just like appeared before him and was like, "What's up? I'm Duncan, Idaho."
0: Yeah. This time he's like, I'm a lady. the Fuck you are. <laughs> squish. <laughs> uh, don't oh. Don't squish what people. a way to go. I don't. I don't enjoy that. <laughs> don't squish people, Leto. It's wrong. It's rude. <laughs> no but I'm really excited to go through the encyclopedia because I yes. I've been reading through some of it and it's fucking wild oh yeah it there's is a, there's a bit like I was reading the entry on Ganima, and like her in old age and like deciding to that she was ready to shuffle off this mortal coil I was sobbing yeah uh <laughs> at a certain point she's probably like i gotta get away
1: from my brother he's a worm (laughs) (laughs) i'm done with this yeah (laughs) it's like that um the flash forward at the end of six feet under when we learn oh my god brenda just gets bored to death by
0: billy Finally, I mean, Brenda, what took you so long? I would have just fucking done it years ago. Uh, You're like in your 90s and you still have Billy like nattering in your ear. Oh my God. No, I would just die. Yeah, I would just die. So I feel like that was
1: Connie. (laughs) She's like, I can't anymore with this worm. (laughs) Always with the worm. Yeah. Talking at me. (laughs) I gotta go. Excuse
0: me. I'm just laughing. Because that is so, like, that was my exact reaction when I saw that episode. I was, like, sobbing because it's such a sad finale. Like, it's so beautiful and it's so sad. But then that one one flash forward, I just fucking lost my shit. It was so funny. I... Like, and no. God bless Rachel Griffiths, because she really, like, her whole expression is just very much like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, it was uh, a long time coming. <laughs> it really
1: was. And yeah. it is for, for Gandhi in the future as well. But as of right now, uh, they are fleeing into the desert.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pack up all your stuff. Get on some worms.
0: Head we've on out. got
1: to go. Uh, and speaking of more worms, we've got Gurney in our next mm-hmm. chapter. But yeah. first, we have oh my god, another. These friggin' epigraphs are so. Shall, shall I
0: read this one? Yeah, these are just something else lately. Where did all the poetry okay. go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us some poetry instead of this. Uh, okay. After the Fremen, all planetologists see life as expressions of energy and look for the overriding relationships. In small pieces, bits and parcels which grow into general understanding, the Fremen racial wisdom is translated into a new certainty. The thing Fremen have as a people, any people can have. They need but develop a sense for energy relationships. They need but observe that energy soaks up the pattern of things, and builds with those patterns. This is from the Arakeen Catastrophe after Hark Alada. Of course it is. And it really, like, I think these two, I think these two should have been transposed, these, because I think that one maybe fits better in the previous chapter, and the previous chapter epigraph fits better on this one, because we are sort of taking a look At the current and maybe future, like, ecology of the planet Arrakis in some places. Mm -hmm. There's some, there's a bit of navel gazing about what the planet looks like now, what it could look like, what's happening to it. Yeah. um, Happening here. And it's kind of an interesting glimpse into what the Fremen, like, what the Liets dream for Arrakis really was. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. But it's Gurney. We're here with Gurney. We're here with Gurney. He is
1: up in Tuix, Siege. Yeah. Uh, he has gotten there on a worm. He, there are mm-hmm. smugglers there who are astonished that he could ride a worm. And mm-hmm. he's basically like, what? Like, it's
0: hard. Yeah. <laughs> He says any agile man who's seen it done could do it. Get it, Gurney. All right. Yeah. Agile. (laughs) Agile, huh? Hmm.
1: Uh, He is looking out. This is one of the places that has been attacked by what they are calling the Desert Demon. Although Mm -hmm. we don't learn that this chapter, but whatever.
0: Yeah. The cannot has been totally ripped open and all the water sort of dumped into the sand. Uh, There's just piles of dead sand
1: Sand trout. trout. um, And it's, it's, yeah. And it's basically just him walking around thinking, like, this is... He looks at a... There's a willow tree. Mm -hmm. He spends a lot of time looking at this willow tree and,
0: like, identifying with this willow tree. And thinking, you know, it's definitely doomed. It's very silly that it was even planted in the first place. Um... You know, the
1: smugglers aren't the same as the kind of smugglers that he used to roll with. Mm-hmm. You know, things are changing. Uh, it's probably just as well that all this dest- destruction is happening because it was never going to work in the first place. Mm-hmm. And he notes that basically everywhere is getting gentrified, mm-hmm. and that he saw it happen on his home world, and now he's seeing it happen on Arrakis. Yeah that no one he says the old ways have been reduced to ritual words their origins lost to memory and that Alia had done her work well. Mhm. So he's just like yeah. Fremen have got to do something because if they what how they are everything's going to end. Mm-hmm. A guy comes out to say that he can go in. Cuz he's yeah. been waiting. He's been waiting to see if he can be he can come in and like talk to whoever's in charge. It's this little little fat dude
0: Little short round yeah. guy. He's described as being like bulbous shaped with like spindly legs, which I love.
1: <laughs> Tweedledee, um, and he says they can go in. And Gurney just thinks that the person who founded this such would have killed this guy immediately just for existing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if this guy had talked to him, he would have just cut his throat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's basically, that's Scurdy's chapter. He's- that's it,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, like, looking at the trees and the water and the destruction that little Leto has done with his new enhanced worm body. And uh, just, you know, thinking about, about the planet and the ecology and the... You know what colonization actually looks like, which is I mean a lot of this book is kind of like you're seeing what colonization has done to the Fremen as a society, like how they've sort of lost sort of their guiding purpose in a way, mhm like Mwadi completely (laughs) took them in a in a direction that they didn't need to go into. They've completely like lost their identity as a people. Yeah.
1: And I still just appreciate that he just showed up on a worm and people were going, How did you do that? It's like, "Mm." but you're white. (laughs) (laughs) Get off the worm, white guy. (laughs) What is this about?
0: yeah uh, but it's <laughs> that's girly. really it that's pretty it yeah pretty much it yeah so
1: i looked up the mm-hmm. ghani entry on the dune encyclopedia mm-hmm. and my eyes just fell upon the part where ledo had to live in a different area eventually mm. because their kids kept poking him <laughs>
0: Which is hilarious
1: because Ghani Gani and Faradin will have I think it's like ten kids.
0: Well, they have and a lot. They have a lot of kids. They
1: yeah. their kids are always around because they actually like raise their children as opposed to like letting servants do it. Mm-hmm. And Leto eventually has to be like I cannot hang out with your family all the time because these kids
0: <laughs> keep poking my worm body. <laughs> yeah, he's so sad when Ghani finally dies that he writes her a poem. And it's very sweet, but also a little creepy. Fair. I mean, fair. Yeah.
1: Like, what else is it going to be?
0: Well, he calls her his sister wife. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what she was. I know. I'm. He's just <laughs> being realistic. It's true, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I will say that that was something that I always thought was very... Odd when watching Game of Thrones was how everyone was so like, oh my god, did you hear about Jamie and Cersei? Meanwhile, their entire royal family for generations was just like, I'm marrying my sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gonna was pick one very- out, <laughs> yeah. and that one, I'm gonna marry that one. I was
0: very into like ancient world history when I was younger, and uh, read a lot about like the Ptolemy dynasty mm-hmm. in ancient Egypt or in Egypt. And yeah, I mean, that wasn't that uncommon back then. They married their brother and sisters, marrying all the time. Yeah. little wild, just thanks. a bit. No, thanks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where, it's going to be interesting in this new show because it's like, you know, all of them are like going to be like, come on. Really? You picked the Targaryens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: going to be. Ooh. That's going to be some, some shipping no one wants to do. Yeah. I'm not watching that. I'm sorry. I'm just not interested at all. I just. I.
1: St- Yeah, I'm. I'm just not like. It's not. I'm
0: okay. Who could care? Who
1: could care? I'm sure
0: there's some people that are like super into it, but no, no, honey, we already did that. I just, if there were going to be, uh, if there's going to be a prequel, I could just
1: think of more interesting Mm -hmm. storylines than Mm -hmm. the Targaryens all incesting each other. (laughs) Yeah. Matt Smith's character impregnates his niece. I know that for a fact because I've read like yeah. pre- prequel material. <laughs> like,
0: oh, okay.
1: Like he and his niece like get married. Very cool, fun, fun times, exciting. <laughs> like Claudius and Agrippina.
0: No, no.
1: <laughs> but even that, everyone was kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ooh. I guess. <laughs> just a point. That's it's the same thing as we've talked about when you walk into a room and there's a giant worm man looking at you. It's like,
0: <laughs> <"Ugh.">
1: <laughs> I'm a giant worm yeah. man, and this is my sister wife, and you're just like,
0: oh, <laughs> okay. Mm. Um. Well, I brought Twister. (laughs) Remind me to never come back to Arrakis. It's (laughs) weird. I'm sorry, but can you see Leto playing Twister? (laughs) Just the one his tails over here.
1: One little arm. Yeah. (laughs) His little face. His little human face sticking out. His his little baby human face. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that. No, I I have to believe that his face ages.
0: Yeah. Fingers
1: crossed. I'm going to be reading this with a fine-tooth comb. Like, please (laughs) mention that you have a man face. Yeah. Please, God. (laughs) Not a child face. Because there's too much in God Emperor of Dune about whether or not he can fuck. Way too much. Way too much for a giant worm, man. Yeah. There's too much just, you know, wondering by other characters. He himself mm-hmm. being like, I guess maybe I could, I don't know. People always wanna
0: know. <laughs> Never really thought about it, honestly. I think yeah. Leto saying that. Well, isn't he there's a part where he's like, What if I like make a dick? Then people will <laughs> stop asking me about it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Oh um, man. David Cronenberg's got improved Dune. Oh David God Cronenberg's got oh. <laughs> improved dune. No. But also, yes. Crime's a future dune. <laughs> I'm into it. Bring out Vigo. <laughs> and Vigo Mortensen is Miles Tech. <laughs> God. Kristen Stewart
1: is Queen Nori.
0: Oh my God! Don't don't threaten me with a good time, Megan.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm really happy for Kristen Stewart that she's finally getting some recognition for being awesome. Mm-hmm. Because she is awesome. Yeah, I will. I will brook no case to slander on this show. It's true.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. No, this is a case-do-positive <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, also, an Pat's positive podcast. Those kids oh. have brought themselves up out of the morass. Completely.
0: Yeah. Completely. For he them. was a good Batman, I got to say. I enjoyed I still the Batman. I got to watch that. I got to watch it. It's, it's really long. It's really long. But, you know, it was good. It wasn't like amazing, it didn't blow me away, but it was a decent Batman movie. Yeah. I for a while was doing really well like
1: almost every night I would watch a movie and then Mm -hmm. lately I've just been like what if I watch SVU episodes I've already seen.
0: (laughs) I have just been listening to audiobooks and playing games on my phone like every night. Like like, we had company this weekend we had a friend visit from out of town and I was like oh do you want to watch a movie and it was like the first time I'd watched a movie in months. You know, that wasn't like going to the theater to see a movie, like a purposeful outing. Just like watch a movie at home. What? Mm -hmm. Sit in front of my TV? Yeah. Yeah. We watched The Lost City, which was quite good. Oh, that does look cute. Well, his cousins, our friend that was visiting, his cousins actually directed it. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it was... um, he was very proud and wanted to, you know, spread the gospel of of that. And it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Well, that's good, because that would have been awkward. <laughs> just sitting there like, Oh, oh I hate this.
1: <laughs> Lito 2 definitely shows you a really weird movie. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's so meaningful to me. And you're just like, Oh, is it? L-.
0: Yeah. like he probably would show like what um
1: really weird reanimator
0: or something (laughs) okay i love (laughs) reanimator well yeah but it's not exactly the movie you want to sit down and watch with company
1: okay granted (laughs) i have a side reanimator poster
0: (laughs) right Um, we um we watched x we rented x the other day um i don't have seen it in the theater but it was everyone else like that was over had not seen it yet. So it was really fun to watch that with everyone. But also like, have we forgotten how awkward it can be to watch like some graphic sex scenes in a mm. room with a bunch of people?
1: <laughs> we have, because we're not
0: allowed to have those anymore. Right. <laughs> well, if you want those, I can recommend the movie X. <laughs> no, it's a great Thai West movie. So, uh,
1: it's also, also on my list. Uh, yeah, oh, you'll for a, love it. For a while, I just was watching all the Puppet Masters. Mm-hmm. So that kind of
0: took over. As you do. Because sure. I was
1: like, I've never seen any of these. I'm going to watch yes. these.
0: I saw the first one like years ago and I was like, I'm good.
1: <laughs> I enjoy how in every movie, by the end, the puppets are like, we did not want to kill all these people. We were misled. And yeah. you're just like, oh,
0: come here, guys. Like, bring it
1: in.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring it
1: in, little guys. I mean,
0: but also, there's only so many times you can use that excuse. Well, I mean, to be fair, they are puppets. Like,
1: well, it's true, but... Mm. I just am like, bring it in. Come here, little yeah. friends.
0: Everyone gets a <laughs>
1: hug and a kiss on the head, and then yeah. go back in your box. <laughs> Don't kill any more people.
0: Right. <laughs> stop that uh, i'm totally gonna kill some more people
1: <laughs> yeah they're just like we are gonna do that again <laughs> sorry we're gonna do it again like, eight more times <laughs> they do often kill nazis though so we support that
0: well that's okay yeah, yeah. totally
1: that's fine that's fair <laughs>
0: well i think uh is that pretty much gonna do it for us
1: this week i believe it is next week yeah we're going to be back with a mini episode Yes. Where I think we should just talk about more Duncans.
0: Oh uh, yeah, we probably will start with the with the many Duncans. And then Duncan after that, Idaho's gonna... of Dune.
1: Yeah. Oh. Does that exist? Because I feel like it must <laughs> at this point.
0: It has to at this point. Goal is of Dune, it has to. Oh my
1: God, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna Google both <laughs> of those phrases and see what comes okay. up. Do 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 do. Not dube. Learn to type <laughs> Megan. Okay, no, not goal of Dune. I'm gonna look up Duncan of Dune.
0: Oh no. I'm I'm amazed. Well I'll give it time. Brian Herbert is still, you know, cashing in those checks.
1: Also, I know this this discourse was months ago, but it just it popped up when I googled. There's nothing wrong with the name Duncan, Idaho. It
0: rules. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. I mean, it's pretty pretty tame compared to some of the other names. Yeah, c- I mean compared I mean, Mar-Bella, to Bella, thing- I'm sorry. <laughs> compared to things
1: in other franchises like mm-hmm. when you're talking about like The Witcher or yeah. of Time Game of Thrones, or Game of Thrones.
0: Things Wheel hell of to, time is a bad one because no they those pronunciations are all over the place. that's what I understand, mm-hmm. and
1: the things that I constantly have to double check on Star Wars I'm just like this is not your name. <laughs>
0: I refuse to accept name. yeah, yeah right. some wacky wild names in Star Wars that's for sure
1: it's yeah, uh you're name can be i was there was i was in a discussion earlier today where someone was like do jedi make up their names because they all have these names like obi-wan and qui-gon and i'm like no those are just their names there was a jedi named coleman they just have these names (laughs) like you dig deep enough there's like just there's like a jedi named just like emily (laughs) it's like jeff the fremen like yeah (laughs) <laughs> the ones that are like up top get cool names because we're like, "Ooh, Mace Windu, that sounds cool." Then you get mm-hmm. like, I don't know, Brian, <laughs> Brian the Jedi, <laughs>
0: right?
1: And it's like, really, Brian? It's like, yeah, what? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> why not, Brian Sky Rider? <laughs> that sounds like a good name. I'll write that in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what happens with fantasy novels and sci-fi is that at a certain point, they're like, I don't
0: know. Um, yeah, but I think really all of the wackiest names have been in sci-fi, honestly, in Star Wars specifically. <laughs> because my <laughs> my husband and I, we were watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi show <laughs> last night. And <laughs> there was like a scene where he was in like what looked to be some sort of drug lab. Oh, and there is Spice being sold all over the place in this show yeah <laughs> just just being hotboxed by flea all over the place <laughs> <laughs> and you know flea is a very good name for star wars just putting that out there they should have just left let him keep it yeah they should have just let him be, be flea flea yeah <laughs> um but yeah there's a scene where he's in the in what looks to be some kind of drug lab and <laughs> my husband's like, ooh, wonder what they're making. I was like, death sticks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were Whatever happened spice. to good old
0: sleaze bagano. <laughs> Elon slea's bagano, please. I mean <laughs> if the <laughs> shoe fits. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the drug lab part was a particularly hilarious part to me, where he's just like, I'm gonna sneak into a drug lab. Like, are you? <laughs> he
0: he, totally just does, though. <laughs> okay, everyone, I think you're a little, you're tired, man. I have a bone to pick with some of the discourse around the show. Well, Obviously. And and I mean, those who follow me on Twitter will already know what this bone, particular bone is, and that is everyone in the show talking how old he looks. And it's just like, (laughs) excuse me, what is wrong with you? Have have the the dual sons of Tatooine completely blinded you to the fact that this man looks like Ewan McGregor?
1: (laughs) Have you not noticed? that he's looking (laughs) pretty sharp i mean he looks fucking good i'll only accept that from a 10 year old
0: (laughs) well i mean from a 10 year old it's acceptable especially one that looks like she's like four so yeah
1: although to be a little fair there is a moment where a character obi-wan says that a character should
0: pretend to be his daughter to which she goes a granddaughter (laughs) <laughs> uh
1: i will just and I point was out like,
0: um excuse me he has a baby like a baby baby also your dad
1: is not young <laughs> <laughs> right like that is partially just because the actor who plays this character's father is you know mm-hmm not a young young man he's not old like elderly no
0: i i said they were really trying to de-age him a little bit you could tell there's like some just for men action happening i'd there. rather all the just for men in the world than any of that digital smoothing oh absolutely and i mean i'm i'm just gonna be upfront. like jimmy smith's still fucking handsome as hell oh yeah no looking great yeah he was on um one of the later seasons of how to get away with murder and hot i'm just saying like hot
1: there's been a real resurgence in a lot of like 90s tv heartthrobs popping back up and Mm -hmm. stuff like i watched uh the hbo miniseries uh dmz Mm -hmm. i reviewed it for the spool and benjamin bratt is in it oh god my god hot hot looking the most zaddy the most like i had to ask a, a special permission from a friend of the show and our editor clint worthington to use the mm-hmm. term zaddy because i was like i will put it in my review <laughs> and it will not be removed <laughs> <laughs> you will leave it in yeah this man is a zaddy
0: yeah uh benjamin yeah he That Doctor Strange movie, that first Doctor Strange movie, Mm -hmm. what a waste of Benjamin Barrett. Oh, my God. That's right. Just those two short scenes. Are you kidding me? Give me more.
1: I will say, though, speaking of Doctor Strange, I uh, have not dyed my hair in a while and I'm starting to get like silver temples. Amazing. (laughs) I'm going to just utilize it.
0: Yeah, go with it. I mean, especially if it's coming in at the temples. I mean, that's that's pretty sexy. Right? Like, uh, I saw it the Mm -hmm. other day. I
1: was just like, look at this.
0: Oh, look at me. Hello, (laughs) me. Aging gracefully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. As usual, you can find us over at thespool.net where we write about film and television Uh, You can find us on Twitter at WeirdingPod and we're, you know, send us an email. We love emails, weirdingpodcasts at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, we would really super appreciate a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Really helps us out. Helps kind of boost the show up some. So if you have the time and have the gumption, we'd love a review.
1: Yes, please.
0: Yeah uh yeah so anything to plug megan
1: uh i am at this over at the spool i will be recapping uh obi-wan kenobi i just started with the first two episodes and now that i've seen
0: the first two i can read your recaps yeah so please beware of spoilers
1: out uh and if you enjoy them i have previously recapped the book of boba fett and the second season of the mandalorian and yeah. also uh, HBO's Perry Mason, which is a
0: completely <laughs> different universe, but
1: I think also right. pretty good recaps. So
0: the yeah. PMU, the Perry Mason universe. The Perry Mason
1: universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's gonna do it for us this time, guys. Until next time, be nice and take take your spice. spice. Bye.